0: Welcome to episode 7 of the Transformation Show. In this episode, strap yourselves in, we're fast forwarding to the home delivery service of the future, brought to us today by Quickie. I catch up with their founder, Joshua Zeering, who talks all about automated drone delivery and what you need to know. Plus, I show you how to optimize your current home delivery service for your community, saving you both time and money. Welcome to the Transformation Show, where successful pharmacy owners and technology partners help you to build a better 21st century pharmacy by embracing technology. Here is your host, Robert Starr. G'day, motivated pharmacy owners, and welcome back to Transformation, the first place and podcast in the world where pharmacy and technology collide to help you build your 21st century business. I'm Robert Starr, your host and guide on our journey together. Feedback has been great again this week. I've been so happy with the social media and the in-person and even some phone calls that I've received this week about the practical implementation that you guys are finding from this podcast and the success you've been having. I've I've been overwhelmed with the success that you've been getting. It feels great to be able to help you. But if you need help, please don't feel free to reach out. I'm very accessible by all channels, and I just love helping you and just hearing these great success stories. On success stories, a little one of our own. We're on the iTunes store right now. So if you would like to help me in our quest of going forward on the iTunes platform, if you could leave me a review or a feedback, I'd be much appreciated. And what I will do for you is I'll feature that on every show. So if you put a positive feedback there and a question, we'll talk about it in every show and I'll cover that specifically for you. So that's a promise from me. Just the poll that we had last week around having a forum of pharmacy and technology. I'm gonna look to incorporate that into the new website that I'll be putting up in the next few weeks. So it's something that I think everyone will get a lot of value out of. I'm gonna commit to going into there every single day to answer your questions and put more value into that forum. We spoke about mini transformations, it's just a great place to put those and for us to learn as a group and bounce ideas off each other if we're going to go down the pharmacy technology path and build that 21st century pharmacy. Thank you, everyone, for your support of my run for the kids last Sunday. 15 kilometers all done and dusted. So happy to actually get to the day I pulled up short on the Friday with a calf injury and I was just praying I'd get through Sunday. Managed to do that. We've managed to raise over $200 for the Good Friday appeal, a great cause. So thank you very much. In the news this week, so I saw a Guild survey of over 500 pharmacies that are showing that services are at risk of being stopped, reduced, reduced. Increased in price or just simply removed altogether. So it's a focus of where where this show is actually going to be about. We're going to talk about delivery. So one of these services is home delivery. There's also dose administration aids, which can be tied in with delivery, after hours care, chronic disease support services, blood pressure and other health checks and stage supply. But we're going to focus on the home delivery aspect. 4,000 pharmacies. surveyed in this and 40% indicated they may discontinue the service. 12% were going to reduce their level of hours and 33% were going to increase the cost. And that's just coming from from an area where we've always been able to deliver a high quality home delivery service at very little or no cost to our patients. So how are we going to do that? We need to assess where we sit with that right now. We've got, a, we've got an interview coming up that um, I'm sure you'll all get a lot of value out of where Joshua Ziering, the founder of CEO, they want to be known as the, as the company that is going to bridge the gap of the last mile of delivery. FedEx can get everything to you overnight, but they want to be able to do that last mile of delivery. Pharmaceutical delivery is what they're getting into at the moment. They're going to kick that off in July, and it's a great interview. Josh was a great guest on the show, and I'm sure you get a lot of value from that. Joshua Ziering, welcome to the Transformation Show this morning. Uh, we've been hearing a lot about Quickie uh, through the Springwise newsletters that we've all been getting and uh, hearing about automated pharmaceutical delivery via drone, and uh, we're excited. I think our motivated pharmacy owner listeners are going to get a lot of benefit from hearing about the future of delivery. There's a lot of discussion at the moment around how our home delivery uh, service may transform. So I think this um, interview will be great for them. So thanks for joining us.
1: Oh, thanks for having me on the program.
0: No, brilliant. Um, So uh, a couple of questions. How did you come up with the idea for Quickie? Um, Was it something that happened to you or to someone close to you that uh, I guess spurred uh, you to develop this?
1: You know, it was kind of serendipitous one morning. I, I woke up. I had been out late the night before, and I walk into the kitchen to get uh, an Advil. And you know when you shake the bottle and you want to hear that re- that reassuring clickety-clack sound that there's pills inside? Well, I shook the bottle, and there was nothing inside. And I said, this is so bogus. We should have drones deliver us this stuff. And I said, oh, that's actually not a bad idea. Uh, uh, I'm going to go back to sleep, and if it's a good idea when I wake up, uh, I'm going to see what I can do about this. And so... I've been flying uh, radio control airplanes and helicopters for the last 11 years. So when I woke up, it was still a good idea. I said, yeah, this is, this is it. This is the time. So we looked at all the things that we could deliver, everything from electronics to clothing uh, to burritos. And what we ended up finding was that the pharmacy is a high pain point for consumers because of how often they have to go there. There's sick people there. And it's a, it's a frequent need. So we ended up picking pharmaceutical items.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, and, and the drones, like obviously radio helicopters are one thing, but um, what, what do they look like? Are they, uh, are they a typical helicopter size or are they a much bigger um, instrument?
1: They're actually probably smaller than you're imagining. Uh, smaller than a pizza box for sure. Oh, wow. And they, uh, they fly for about between 1.25 and 2 mile delivery radius is what we have right now.
0: Okay, uh, ter- terrific, and I guess we, we've seen last year that uh, Domino's were uh, running some tests with pizza boxes uh, in the US. Uh, have there been any other um, people trialling this at the moment?
1: Uh, you know, I've I've seen Amazon obviously playing with this, um, and then there's some other smaller players I think in, in the space too. But I don't think they're doing pharmaceuticals.
0: Okay, no, that's fine. So let, let's take our uh, our owners uh, on on a journey. Um, how do you see? Is this working out obviously you're looking at getting this off the ground in July, um, but I guess what would be the typical case um, from pharmacy to patient doorstep?
1: Okay, so uh, you know you you need some Advil because you have a headache. Uh, you open up your smartphone, click on the application for Quickie. Uh, you'd select where you'd like us to drop your order off using some GPS technology, and then from there, uh, one of our one of our technicians will load up a drone uh, with your order and we'll deploy it. As soon as it gets close to you, you'll get a uh, notification in the application that says your drone is arriving. You'll look outside. You'll see the drone. Uh, You'll swipe to drop. Your order will drop, and the drone will fly away.
0: Okay. And and to get the order, so um, is Quickie going to be fulfilling those orders or are you going to be partnering with um, local pharmacies and um, chains to deliver the goods to um, your headquarters or will you pick it up from the pharmacy itself?
1: Uh, we'll, we'll be partnering with local pharmacies and picking it up from them. Uh, in the States here, there's an entire cottage business of people who are picking up and delivering medication for people who otherwise can't do it themselves. And so we think that we fit in really nicely there.
0: Okay, terrific. And, and I guess as far as the ordering is concerned, will you have any involvement in the ordering from the pharmacy level? Will it be an additional option? Could you say that the patient may add on to their, or if it's done electronically, add to their cart to be delivered by Quickie?
1: Um, certainly that's, that's on the table. We're looking closely at that option.
0: Okay. Okay. That's fine. And and you mentioned obviously the, the cottage industry in the US for this type of thing and that Walgreens has been in the press um, talking about their partnership with TaskRabbit. Um, have there been a number of other ones and how successful have you seen their implementation?
1: Uh, you know, so the, the competition is certainly acting on Quickie, it looks like. Uh, I, I love when our competitors validate a business model for us. But um, Postmates, I think, did one yesterday or the day before that they're looking to be able to do that. And Postmates is a bicycle courier service here in San Francisco.
0: Okay. Uh, brilliant. And they're doing medicines already? They're doing prescription medicine delivery, Yep. Yeah. Okay, and what what would you th- see so the typical scenarios here? You mentioned Advil or a um, a headache tablet um, that might be the one. But will you be starting with every pharmaceutical imaginable, or are there particular problems that you're looking to solve immediately?
1: Well, so what we're what we're doing actually right now is we're solving um, problems maybe that are a little larger than a headache tablet. So, uh, for example, we're putting together different configurations of things that you might commonly need. So, like the you know, I had a bad lunch uh, package is going to include some, an Alka-Seltzer, some chewing gum and uh, some Pepto-Bismol, right? So we're, we're looking to solve problems rather than just deliver certain objects or certain items.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Now when the drone goes up in the air um, and it go, it, you mentioned the distance about the one to two mile radius, um, how long do you think it would take for the drone to pick it up and deliver it to the patient?
1: Uh so we're looking at we're looking at sub fifteen minute delivery time.
0: Okay, okay. And and you mentioned that they're um they're they're up in the sky. How high do they get? Uh we're i
1: right now it's about a hundred feet. Uh that's you know, that's about ten stories. So uh, the mission district lends itself well to that since we don't have very many tall buildings uh on top of that,
0: yeah, absolutely, and and I guess uh, not not having ever seen this, um, what speed does it come down at? Is there a parachute that you attach to it, or how does it come down to the patient waiting below?
1: We've we've used a streamer, and the streamer keeps it from getting you know supersonic on the way down. Um, but all the stuff
0: that we're dropping is very
1: lightweight, so it doesn't come down very fast at all.
0: Okay, and um, the accuracy, like what what accuracy do you anticipate?
1: Uh, So the GPS that we have available to us now is is plus or minus five meters, so uh, we think within 10 to 15 feet is, is how accurate we can be, and that's more than enough for what we're trying to do.
0: Okay, no, terrific. And I guess just looking at the um, I guess the higher end of medicines and prescription medicines in particular, um, there are some, as you probably know, are highly regulated, the drugs of addiction and so forth. Are we going to be seeing a, uh, a proliferation of drug-seeking snipers? Are people going to be trying to shoot your drones out of the sky?
1: Certainly. No, certainly something to think about. Um, and what we're what we're looking at doing right now is we're gonna probably not deliver certain classes of medications, right? Do we really need oxycodone or Adderall flying via drone? Uh, that could be a motivation for people to do some things that are not so fantastic. So right now, uh, it looks like we won't be delivering those, but you know, most other medications really aren't going to be that specialized. Do you want to, you know, for example, take your next door neighbor's birth control or her antibiotics? Uh, I don't. So, Uh, there's most of the stuff has good motivations behind it.
0: Yeah, so typically the patients are gonna have to be on the ground level. They can't be hanging their hands out the window or standing on top of buildings or things like that that you anticipate they will have to be standing at street level to receive the delivery.
1: That's correct. We're not going to have anybody, uh, we're not going to be going inside anybody's houses or windows or anything like
0: that. (laughs) Very, very good. Um, And so for pharmacy owners and uh, uh, the majority of of ours, and we do actually have some audience out in Canada as well, um, that want to know about Quickie and how things are going leading up to your launch in July. um, How do they keep up to date with you and um, wanting to know a little bit more about automated drain delivery?
1: Well, so one of the problems that we're solving is not just how do we do automated drone delivery, but how do we keep everybody up to date about it? And we've we've decided to use Twitter as our main platform uh, for information. So you can follow us on Twitter. It's at Quickie Q-U-I-Q-U-I-S-F. And as we roll out more cities, we'll have more city-specific Twitter handles, such that if there's weather, inclement weather, or uh, situations that require our, you know our attention, we'll be using those to disseminate information.
0: Okay, terrific, terrific. And uh, how, do you, how are you going to assess, and obviously you're going to be having some use cases um, in July, we've been, we've been saying that you're going to be having $1 delivery startup, which is obviously a great incentive for patients to take up, but how are you going to assess which pharmacies to work with and um, who, who are going to be ready the quickest to work with you?
1: Well, so we've developed an algorithm, and it's, we're calling it the QVI, the Quickie Viability Index. And so what it does is it allows us to look at any given area, and using some uh, variables like population density, number of flyable days per year, and um, a coefficient for how friendly the terrain is in terms of tall buildings and cranes and construction, um, we're able to assess where we can implement Quickie right now and as the technology be- gets better, where we can implement it in the future. So we're able to look at the total available market and just from, from those basic variables, extrapolate whether or not Quickie would be a good fit for that area.
0: Okay. No, that's, and at this stage, you're just discussing with pharmacists in general. You're not uh, have, a, have an exclusive partnership with any pharmacy brands at this stage?
1: Not yet, we're talking to some people, um, and we're really excited about the possibility of some exclusive partnerships, but as of right now, we're, uh, we're working with everybody.
0: Okay. And do you anticipate that um, pharmacy, pharmacy owners are going to have any initial or ongoing costs in working with Quickie um, once they can get on board?
1: Well, so we're looking at two models for our, our revenue. So the first would be the consumer driven model. So the, the consumer is motivated to get their headache tablet right now or their prophylactics right now. Um, but the other option we're looking at is to partner with pharmacies and have them license our technology. And so they would pay um, the premium on behalf of the consumer to say, you know, we're the, the best at healthcare and we're the best at delivery and logistics. And so we want to be able to offer this to our customers.
0: Okay. Now that that's, that's, that's great. Um, and the initial ones that you're looking at rolling out in July, um, how, how are they going to get started?
1: Uh, so it looks like the rollout in July is going to be for non-prescription items to start yeah. with. Okay. And so we're going to look at partnering with people before then, but initially I think we're going to start with non-prescription.
0: Okay. Uh, terrific. So if you could imagine your best case scenario if, 1st of July setting out there, what, what do you think um, patients and uh, pharmacy owners can expect?
1: Uh, I, th- I think that we're going to have a, a press event in the park and uh, everybody is going to have a, a bottle of sparkling, uh, sparkling soda and as they go to open it, nobody will have a bottle opener. So mm. we are going to uh, order ourselves a bottle opener via drone and then do a toast.
0: Oh, fantastic! I'm sure that 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 would get a lot a lot of uh, in, encouragement and also some motivation there to get involved. Now that's terrific. So oh, obviously. Um Quickie is a game-changing technology in itself, um, but I'm, I'm sure um, as, as you're someone who does have a, a flair for the unconventional and you know, do look at ways of improving situations where traditional solutions have failed, I guess where do you see this going for Quickie? Um, obviously pharmacies is your starting point, but um, if time and resources were no barrier, where would you want to take Quickie?
1: I think that in five years, we can be the FedEx of hyper-local delivery. And what what I mean by that is we're going to solve the last-mile logistics problem. Where FedEx can get your package from Beijing to San Francisco in under 24 hours, we want to be able to get your order from the pharmacy to your house in under 15 minutes. And so eventually, that's going to move past just pharmaceuticals. We want to be able to deliver all kinds of things. And as the technology improves, uh, we're going to be able to do that more and more readily. So I think five years from now, it's going to be an entirely new industry and we're going to be the leader of it.
0: Oh, terrific. Now, that's, that's great to hear. And we always try to cast our, cast our minds ahead. Um, what, what we do on this show is that we help pharmacy owners build that 21st century pharmacy so they do have that sustainable business moving forward. And how open are you to integrating with pharmacy and clinical systems so that, you know, our panacea might be that a uh, patient will receive their medicine via drone, do we get notified as pharmacies, pharmacists and pharmacy owners straight away and will that bring us closer to our patients?
1: You know, I, I think it's, it's not unfathomable at all that as soon as you drop off your order, now you have the ability to video chat with a pharmacist, just like Skype or FaceTime. Um, and so, you, you know, you get the order and suddenly you're able to talk to a pharmacist right then and there about possible side effects, interactions. Um, and how to best use the medication, so I, I think it will bring people closer, even though it 's very te- technological i think there 's going to be a personal element here that really helps pharmacists shine
0: yeah, absolutely look that patient centric pharmacy i don 't think there 's ever been a better time for patients to really decide when and where they want he- they want timely health care and uh, I think the days of getting to the local pharmacy when you're unwell, I think Quickie is going to be a great step in the right direction of solving that problem. So, no, that's that's terrific. So, I guess our pharmacy owners are going to be thinking, well, when are we going to get our hands on Quickie? When's Quickie coming to Australia? Do do you have anything to tell them?
1: Uh, It's as fast as humanly possible. We're working really hard to get Quickie to be able to deploy in cities all over
0: the world absolutely. And look, it would be very exciting um to, to be able to do that and uh certainly that cast their minds to how uh how some of the uh movies and T V shows we've seen over the years and we're seeing that technology develop today, which is extremely exciting. So can't wait to uh keep up to date with it and I'm sure we'll uh we'll be having you back on the program um to hear how quick he's launched and um, how much closer it may be to getting to this side of uh the ponds. So Josh, thanks very much for joining us this morning. Um, It's been terrific. I think our owners are going to get a lot of value from this and it really starts to expand the possibilities of where technology can take in pharmacy and uh, really appreciate you joining us today. Oh, Robert, thanks for having me. Cheers. Cheers. Wow, we're going to have to come back to earth on that one. That one's coming to us, hopefully in the not too distant future to Australia, but certainly a great thing to find out about. Two things I took away from that. The US have a burgeoning cottage industry for personal delivery, which I'm sure will not be far from our doorsteps. We need to understand our patients' problems and continue to commit to work and solve them with them. Otherwise, someone else will come in and solve them for them and we'll lose them. So at the moment, don't give away the home delivery service Just keep working with your patients. It may involve having to increase the cost, but perhaps also the value of what you're able to give to them. Two, the possibilities of technology are endless. We need to be thinking about how our businesses can implement this type of technology, like automated home delivery, and not just being responsive when our competition or the grocery market have started engaging with it. It all forms around being a patient-centric pharmacy, And we need to do whatever it takes that our patients want. If they're sitting at home unwell, they can't come to us, we need to come to them. And it's something like automated drone delivery, whilst it might be a few years away for us, will again solve that problem very well for our patients. So onto our app of the week, and we're also gonna integrate that into how I'm gonna help you Optimize your home delivery service at the moment so that you can save some time and money right now. So, my app of the week well, actually, the apps of the week is a product called FleetSeek. FleetSeek is a product that we've used in one of our pharmacies for the last three years. It's a GPS technology. Again, as a disclaimer to these apps, I don't get paid for them, they're not commercially endorsing them. I just love using them. So a GPS software, it has an installed GPS in our delivery car that tracks our car everywhere, anytime, from any place, from any device. So from an iPhone, an Android, a desktop computer. So we know in the pharmacy where that car is, who it's visiting, what route it's taking so that if we do need to get in touch with them to do a last minute pickup we've had a patient sitting at home unwell wants us to come and pick up a script we may only be just next door and we get to get that visibility because we've partnered with something like fleet seek we'll go into that a little bit later on as we go through our four-step process the other app of the week is one that i've only started playing with about a week or two ago it's called root for me Root for me, or just really trying to find that route that works for you, um, is again a technology where you can add all of the addresses, all the patients that you deliver to, and you can then work out, or Root for me will work it out for you, the most optimum route so that you have the minimal amount of disruption and the quickest path back to the pharmacy. So those are the two apps. We're going to cover them in our little mini transformation. So education being the first step. So at the moment, what technology is enabling our home delivery service? What are we using right now? The majority of us probably using clipboards with patient lists and addresses, and that might come from our point of sale. We might print out an extra address label, stick it on the sheet, give it to a pharmacy assistant, or even a dedicated delivery driver, and they've just got to find their way around those patients. And we may be doing this every day. We might have someone coming into our pharmacies two or three hours a week, or in busier pharmacies like one of ours, We've got a full-time delivery driver and we're really needing to look at this right now as we are talking about on this program of how we're going to optimise that because it's getting to a point where we can't afford to keep that service going full-time. So how are we going to do it? We also do a lot of aged care and dose administration aids. So again, we need to streamline everything to make sure we don't drop our service delivery and stop delivering on our promises for our Patients and nursing homes, but we're making it work for us as well So the technology that's out there is GPS I think everyone would have a smartphone with a GPS device in there right now So again, if you do need to put an address in there You can very easily and quickly calculate how best to get to one single destination But when you've got multiple destinations, Google Maps, which is probably the most common application, probably doesn't deal with that very well. You can do multi-stage trips, but it will only cap it, I think it's about five to ten destinations. So when you're doing more deliveries than that, um, you may need something a little bit more high-powered. But on a low-volume level, it's a good way of doing it. But also, what else is available? Well, GPS for fleet. Now... I'm sure most of us don't have a fleet of delivery cars. It might be a great model to get into one day, but we've only got one, and I'm sure most of you may only have one, possibly two. So again, you need to also look at how do other industries deal with that? How do the trucking industry deal with it? And they use a product like FleetSeek, which there's, has an embedded GPS in the vehicle that can give their central control, or in our case, our pharmacy, visibility over how that delivery car is getting around what stops they're making how long they stay at one single destination and they can then start to improve efficiencies as you go forward so our discovery step i'm going to use our own example um, of one of one of our pharmacies so at the moment we've got a full-time delivery driver we do nursing home deliveries three to four days a week on a scheduled basis we also attend a retirement village where we pick up medications from dedicated boxes from independent living unit residents. And we also go to specialist facilities that might only be five or ten residents full, as well as we do offer a free pickup and delivery service to our local community. So in terms of where we sit at the moment, <clears throat> we partnered with FleetSeek three years ago, so we've got some data to work with. So we can see how long each stop has been taking our delivery driver, and we can also start to iron out our process in terms of what they need to be doing. And sometimes they do get delayed when they don't visit individual patients. By sitting down and understanding their problems because we haven't met their needs and been able to reach out to them from a pharmacy level so we may need to improve our communication level from the pharmacy to be able to reduce the reliance on our delivery driver to fill a gap there for us so it might be that before a delivery or immediately after that delivery is made by following the car around on the map our pharmacy can actually give a patient a call and follow up on perhaps any queries they may have, as opposed to having our delivery driver, who is also a trained pharmacy assistant, have to handle that. There may be the odd edge case or so where they do need to help out and do some personal things. It might be checking their continence dressings or wound dressings and things like that. But on the whole, if it's a scheduled delivery, um, we need to try and make that a process as efficient as possible. So that's the kind of things we're looking at. We've started looking at root for me um, which is a multi-journey planner, because again, the data from FleetSeek that we've been able to see has shown that our our patients are scattered and we probably don't follow the most optimum route. So we're gonna use route for me to try to optimize that route and perhaps cut out an extra few hours every day, which again makes that service more viable, saves us time, saves us money, and hopefully delivers our patients a better solution because we've engaged with all of their needs in the process of communication. So in partnership with FleetSeek, so if you were gonna start up with something like FleetSeek to get some information about your delivery service, you're not locked in for a 12 month contract, it's a pay per month option. You just have to have the system installed in in the vehicle so that you can then see that back at the pharmacy and follow it around. One little story that we did have um, in in this pharmacy was that we had a delivery driver who um, we we found had great disparity between the other delivery driver. We had two, we've got two part-time ones and the second one who's no longer with us and you'll find out why in a moment um, was seeming to take longer to be able to actually um, get from one destination to another and follow that common route that both delivery drivers were, were doing. And the reason for it was is some unapproved use. It might have been um, a, a stop um, at, a, at somewhere for a personal reason. Um, it could have been a number of things, as well as it showed up weekend usage as well, which wasn't authorised. So it, was, it enabled us to have a greater understanding of where our delivery vehicle was being used on the weekend. So we wouldn't have known that if we didn't have the data, and obviously the hunch that perhaps something was going on, but that kind of information was just extremely valuable to make sure that we were able to find a delivery, a delivery person that was able to work with our business and with our business goals moving forward. So in partnering with FleetSeek, you can expect to be able to get access to an iPhone app, um, a desktop app that will show you um, where the car's been, how long it's stopped, when it, where it's went, what route it took so you would be able to get a good engagement about what's going on and that can give you just some some baseline analysis of where you are right now you may not want to have fleet ongoing but it can just get you that data a lot quicker than you might say to ask a delivery driver to write all this stuff down you don't want to disrupt their day and make make it make um, anything any reason for them not to spend time with the patients so it's important that it's all implemented very seamlessly. And then what you can also do is when you've got a delivery sheet of an afternoon, you can potentially partner with a, with a software like Root for me. Um, I'll put all these links on the blog site as well, so you will be able to pick all of that up, and I'll try to get some videos on there where possible um, so that you can follow this around. Um, and you can put that um, route of patients on there. It can calculate the most efficient journey that that car can take so that the car's on the road for the minimum time possible. So again, you do that, you're going to save time and money. From an optimization point of view, the more data we have around this, the better it will be. We should be able to then track how long each of those routes take every week. Again, by using programs like Route for me and FleetSeek, it's not like you're going to have to collect all that data yourself. And if you're not collecting it yourself, you're not spending your time wasted on that. It just means that you might then have either yourself or perhaps your retail manager have a look at that um, to try to improve that home delivery service. And if you can cut out a few hours every week, even if you can do it every day, which is what we're trying to do, that's going to be some serious dollars at the end of the day. So guys, I hope you got a lot out of that. The interview blew my mind. Um, It was something that I'd only ever seen possible in some of these sci-fi movies. Um, I look forward to getting some great feedback from you. Don't forget the iTunes review if you can. I'm Much appreciated. And we'll speak again next week.